Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked Gentlemen. I have two questions for you. What could they be? Are you ready to rock? <laughs> yes. 100%. I'm ready. Never, right. never been more ready. <sighs> more importantly, are you ready to roll? Let's do it. Now that one. Hmm. Depends on the situation. What's happening? What's going on? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Uh, you guys are on Sonona's Prime. The war for the planet is in full swing. Uh, thankfully, the three of you have successfully dealt with pretty much all of the pressing issues and threats at the moment. Uh, Cody was able to take the giant flying worm that was destroying the city down before it even broke through the Pulsar Zashida. Durin, with a little bit of help from Cody, was able oh, to... Yeah dismantle and uh, take out the snipers and the tower that uh, was currently being used to pin down everyone in the palace. And Merrick, you were able to uh, go toe-to-toe with an atrocyte, which is sort of a, was an agent of the uh, devourer. And as the dust was all settling, as Cody and Durin watched the tower fall and Merrick as the atrocyte was defeated you were visited by none other than Arwen Decker and he said he needed to talk to you he was wearing the uh, Cadrical Keeper's armor this one looked a little more stylized and he is in the church with you now hello Decker how have you been how is the war for you he sighs and takes a look around at the like destruction of the church. And then he looks at Azen uneasily and walks to the closest thing to a like undestroyed pew and sits down. And when he does, he, he puts his hand to uh, one of the, the corners of his shoulder and his armor goes from that sort of like rigid geometric shape uh, and compresses down to a more sort of like sleek form-fitting looks more like a a casual almost like combat undersuit and he leans forward on his knees and he says would you please message your friends they should be here for this as well well yeah i've been meaning to have a parlay anyway it looks like we'll have representations from three of the bullshit factions that we've been dealing with so uh, nay as well cody durin merrick here yeah cody durin merrick are we playing the game where we say our names too again yeah, sure, Cody. Let's play that game here at the chapel. There's a mutual person of interest that would like to speak to us. I'm hey. sure with a rousing proposition. Anything we should be worried about? Um, at this point, no. He, he looks like to be here in peace, but, you know, stay paranoid, which is usually how we operate. En route. I can't remember. Did I know if Aslan is in the church as Cody? I don't think so, right? I think I may have said something on comms about Aslan being there. Yeah, because I remember being, like, saying something, but I don't know if there was in character or out of character. Well, just to be safe, Azen's here, just as a heads up. Don't freak out. Um, is he still there? Yeah. I feel like that was the opposite of, of what we should do in this situation. Can, can, can you get him to promise to not take me? Azen, are you going to take Cody if he shows up? He looks at you, Merrick, and says, there are more important things right now, I think. Yeah, we give a, a truce on the Cody stealing for this time. Um, okay. Yeah, we're both pretty tired. I don't think it'd be... Yeah, we're good. Put a hand on Cody's shoulder and be like, don't worry, we're not going to let that happen to you. Th- th- thank you. Um, so we're, we're on we're on route. Has has anyone heard from Kathan and Shortcheck? Uh, you guys heard from them at the end of last episode. 
Yeah, but we heard they were injured, right? Yeah, you. Yes, they they said they were they were successful, but they were both uh, injured. Yeah. Let the medics do their job. We'll check on them when this meeting's over. I want to get this over with so we can all go get ourselves checked up. Are we killing? Are we killing? I hope not. You remember the code word, right, Merrick? You you know what to say, right? Yeah, fucking kill them? Was that the code word? What was the code <laughs> word? Do we have a code word? We, we do, yeah. Well, what was it? Was it like Tabasco? Well, we, we can't say it over the line. Everyone would know. Well, all if right, you say it, Darren will kill me. <laughs> then, okay, uh, whatever the word is, Darren, if you think you say it this time, and I'll, I'll probably be able to pick up on it, okay? Yeah, don't worry. I'll say it. I'll say it. Don't worry. When we need to be said. All right, we're on the way. Okay, oh, please have a 10-minute rest with this, please. <laughs> Desperately. Yes. This, <laughs> this sort of, like, wait and travel time will count as a 10-minute rest. Holy uh, remember shit. Remember to use your resolve point to restore your stamina. Yeah. This whole time, while you guys are on the way, I'm, 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 Merrick's just trying to make small talk with Decker, being like, so what What have you been doing? <laughs> how, how, how was the whole cadrical thing? Fancy armor you got there. Mm. How long have you been a conniving little bitch the whole time? Shocker. There's got to be such an uncomfortable 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's know, literally actually, just sitting on that pew, like, just getting, like looking out. Holy shit. The windows and the smashed ceiling. Merrick is just, like, pacing around the atrocite body just to make sure that he's like, hey, look what I killed. Isn't this cool that I did this? Isn't this great, Decker? Look at this guy. Me and Duren stop for a churro just to really replenish the supplies. Oh, man, they're still slowing churros at this time. I will ask uh, Cody and Duran, is there anything you'd like to do en route or before you enter into the church? Probably check in on Thimble, make sure that whole situation's going well. But that's about it, I think. Cool. Yeah, you, you radio, and when her calm opens, it's chaos. Like, you hear a lot of, like, mm-hmm. screaming and crying and uh, shouting. Um, and she says, Duran, are you okay? Yeah, we're good. Tower's down. You should be able to have some free movement. How's your situation? The The gates are held, I think. Uh, it looks like most of the forces have been repelled. There's still uh, a pretty uh, serious sort of air presence, but I, I think for the most part, the Armada has that covered. Uh, good job, guys. Stay safe. I don't know what else to say to that. I think that's where we would end it. Should we do a, a sneaky approach and maybe scope out the church, make sure this isn't an ambush? I, that would be probably a smart thing to do. Both of you give me perception checks. Can I roll perception to see if I see them? He's <laughs> <laughs> just also like peering in the window. You can see, or you can do a perception check to to sort of like suss out the situation as well. Yeah, fortunately. I'm not, I'm not going to see Darren. 21. Uh, 32. Just kind of like seeing if it's a trap, you know, as we're going. I don't think there's... Great. Darren, when you, on your approach, you see that there is nothing around like the the city is super quiet again other than the sort of yeah. like air battle that having above between the armada and uh, some of the 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 creatures that came through that rift and the the few remaining ministry of defense ships it seems like for the most part the uh battle has been won no one keep an eye it's quiet i think we can move in safely Okay, let's go. As the two of you walk in, you see the the two reliefs of the goddesses uh, destroyed and shattered. There's like a, a smell of, of sort of like remaining sulfur from the Atrocytes magic and presence. But the chapel is quiet. And when you walk into the like the church proper, you see Decker with his back to you, sitting on one of the pews, like leaning forward. Uh, Azin is up on the 
sort of the the dais near the uh, the podium, and he's just sitting on one of the stairs, and Merrick is pacing back and forth in front of this this corpse of a, a naked man covered in mouths that is like just half bisected, and then you you see like the the hole in the roof and just the absolute like destruction of the battle before. And there's also like seventy slashed up mutilated corpses of those like little mouth things as well when cody sees decker he's just like oh decker what the fuck what are you doing planet side oh if you guys look closely he's wearing cadrical key stuff or cadrical keeper stuff yeah i can see it it's like he just got even worse are you sure we're not doing killing not yet let's hear him out decker stands up and looks at three of you guys are how what are you doing how are you orienting yourself in the room are you walking over to merrick or are you staying at the entrance uh, stay at the entrance. At least I will. Yeah, be. I can stay at the entrance as far from Azan as possible. And I look at Azan and I say, hi, um, please stay over there. When you walk in, Azan stands up immediately. Oh, I step in. Oh. I'm going to just stand in between them. Merrick, did he lie? Maybe I stand up and I move towards Azan. You see those like those lights that flicker and course through him occasionally. The blue fades away. And for a second, he is still. And then they're replaced by red lights. As in, I hit you once. I'll I'll do it again. He is walking as if there is like a cable attached to him and Cody, and he is just being pulled towards it. Um, can I go up and just like like put my hands on his like as a like in a friendly manner and just be like, hey man, as in, it's okay, it's all right. Now, Merrick, our fans do need you to describe exactly how you put your hands on as. Yeah, that is required. Merrick takes one of his hands, put it, puts it on his lower back a little bit, and then another one on his shoulder firmly and says, Azin, we're just going to talk. Trust me this time. Okay, we're just going to talk, and then we can move on. Rule me a diplomacy, please. Um, 21. He stops for a second, and you can feel his heart, like, racing, beating in his chest. Like, you can... It's, it's like a fucking jackhammer. And he looks at you, and he says... You need to go where it started. Not where we started, but where it all started. Uh, Give me a reflex save, please. Um, That's just going to be a 13. With lightning fast reactions, he pushes one hand on your chest and launches you across the room and throws you into the side of the wall. Uh, The stained glass window above you shatters a sparkling, colorful rain of, of broken glass and Azin runs full tilt towards Cody. Shooting. I'm attacking. Can I, can I grab uh, Decker and put him in front of me? You're, you literally said you were, yeah, we're at the entrance. as far away from him as possible. From yeah, Azin. Not from as Azin, but I'm or, assuming we're not now. I mean, yeah, there. Decker's in the room. So you guys, yeah. if you guys are staying in the door, you're nowhere near him. Yeah. I'm taking a shot at Azin if he's running towards oh. us. Fuck that. So I thought it was us, Decker, and then on the far side of the room... As in, and yeah, because yeah, you Decker, said Decker Decker's, has like a, to us. Decker's in like the middle of the like okay. in the church. Yeah, sure. What'd you get, Darren? Oh, sorry. Uh, seventeen. Uh, nope. As <sighs> you open fire on him, the, it just like hits, and you see as it makes contact, uh, it just ripples with a silver like uh, almost like water, like you're shooting into water, um, and just completely absorbs it. Uh, Cody, what would you like to do? Um, I'm just gonna hit him with my hammer. Sure. I meant Take it when I said I was going to hit him. Fuck. Or not. Uh, it's a 23. You 
line up a, a big swing. You time it perfectly. And as he draws near, you're aiming straight for like the side of his head. He just puts his hand up and catches the head of the hammer with one hand and then reaches his hand out right towards your throat and then stops an inch from you. And you can see him sweating. You can see his eyes flicker with realization and lucidity and his hand trembles again an inch from your throat and he looks at you and he says you are the key to everything and then he pushes off of you a little bit takes a couple steps back and tips backwards as you've seen him do before and disappears into a silver splash onto the floor um Merrick gets up and brushes himself off. Um, well, that went more or less how I expected it to. He doesn't get another chance like that in the future. We see him dead on sight. None more of these pedantic games. I, I prefer Jahara. Uh, Decker stands up and says, Well, a dramatic entry, I suppose, is par for the course with the three of you. And annoying bullshit is par for the course for you. Uh, he gives a weak smile and says, If you would like to have a seat, you've had a long day but I understand if you would like to remain vigilant. So how, how Aslan was right there with me, that's how I feel right now with you. And I want to hit you with this hammer. So I'm going to stay here. I would encourage you not to, because I know where Alpha is. And I will tell you where he is. Tell me, tell me right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tell me right now. Tell me, shut up, Durin. Tell me. Why does he even know anything about that? Because he, he must know. Tell me, what do you know? I'm walking towards him. Cody? He'll kill me, Cody. Please I'm do. not going to kill you. You're going to tell me. What? Tell me what you know. Sit down, Cody. We're going to let him. Let's hear him out. He'll, he'll tell you what in a second. Okay. Take a seat. Tell me and I'll listen. I'm not I'm not a liar like Asin. Take a seat. You understand that this is my bargaining chip, right? This this is, ensures my safety. If I tell you now, there's no reason for the three talk. of you to let me live. Just, just talk then. Okay. Allow me to explain myself. Hurry up. He walks over to the sort of like the center of the room where you are, Merrick, and stares straight up through the hole in the sky. And he says, I know that you believe what you are witnessing is a catastrophe. But what you are witnessing, I assure you, is the salvation of Castle Mall. And I can prove it. It began simply at my comm station at the administration aboard the cube. I was tasked with monitoring communications to assist in threat detection. I discovered an encrypted channel one night. It was difficult, but I was savvy. Imagine my surprise when I heard the Ministry of Defense's own Chancellor Handros speaking with Titan of Industry, Jalen Mazo. I overheard the discussion regarding how Mazo would synthesize a serum for Handros, and in return would be given ample funding and access to a generous portion of the Ministry's Iberium. At first, I thought it was nothing more than yet another clandestine communication within the Federation. One I intended to use to convince Chancellor Handros for a more appropriate station. One more fitting to my intellect, my desire to serve, my ambition. Then Handros told me what the serum was for. What the serum was. The blood of a Valai. And what it meant to the Federation powerful, obedient soldiers that will obey every command the Federation gave them 
and it was at that point that I realized Handrus must be stopped. It wasn't until I intercepted the stress footage of the Nightcrawler being dismantled by a man, dripping with the silver liquid. I saw my chance. I was provided with a glorious opportunity to be the savior of not only humanity, but all of Casimal. Their supply of blood was dwindling, and Mazos and Handros were certain there was a Vali on Sonona's Prime. They only needed a means to retrieve it. It was all too perfect. I saw every threat this system had stacked like a house of cards waiting to be knocked over. The samples left behind at the Nightcrawler would have been enough to enact my plans. But unfortunately, the vessel we sent to retrieve it was attacked by bloody terrors. And in our moment to reevaluate, a simple tavern got there before we could. We couldn't have any loose ends, and I would not allow the sample of a blood to go loose into the wild. I offered your very astute captain a handsome reward, but he chose to protect his crew over a very comfortable retirement. This is the part of the story that you know. I'll admit, it got away from me. I had not counted on the lot of you to be so resourceful, and I apologize, but persistent. But now, I hope that you see the fruits of my labor. You've seen the cost I've paid, now see why I've paid it. Once the Sononans are erased, humanity will have a new home. Real air to fill our lungs, real sun to warm our skin, real soil to till with our very own hands, a paradise for us. And you may ask, why the Sononans? You've seen their technology. You've seen their military. How long before an emperor has designs of conquest. The three of you know it is a matter of time before that happens. They could take Therum in a day, the rest of the system within a week. Domination would be assured, and it is a simple matter of time before it is. And so with their removal, I have cleansed the system. I have protected it. I have found the root of the disease that has poisoned Casimal for too long, and I have ripped it out with my bare hands. High Chancellor Maris allowed corruption to go within the very foundation of the Federation. And now her position is vacated, ready for someone more discerning, more worthy. The Ministry is free of the tyrant's dreams of Handros. The blood letters, a scourge on our system, destroyed. Mazo and his corporation that has had people cast them all by the throat with his monopoly and their lives at risk for his own selfish quest will be exposed, and the Sononans, a ticking time bomb that we have ignored for too long, diffused. So I beg you, we stand in a house of worship. Let us pray to those left that will listen, because sometimes you need to make a deal with the devil so the rest can stand in the grace of angels. Well, Decker, I always knew you were a maniac, but to be that self-involved is pretty crazy. What makes you think that you, a mere man, Someone who a couple months ago was just listening to recordings. What gives you the right to be the one to do this? And also, where does the power and money come from? Who's funding you, Decker? And also, why the devourer? When I attempted to convince Chancellor Handros for a higher job, I proposed my plan to him. And when he realized how sound it was to achieve taking over Sonona's Prime to retrieve the Valai, he promoted me as I wished. But the stipulation was, of course, I would be the front of the operation. So if it went 
poorly, it would rest solely on my shoulders. Are you the one who gooped Andros? He thinks for a second, and he says, Not directly. It was perhaps a suggestion on my part, but Handros was mad with power. He knew the power that the serum gave him, and he thought that the, the side effects had been solved. All right, then. You have an answer for everything, so what would have happened if we failed here today? You think the Devourer was going to stop here on this planet because you said so? Because you were the one, to, the one to bring him here? I don't know what that devil told you, but I bought that Atrocyte head-on. He would have claimed everything. You brought a terror worse than a potential Sinonan Emperor to this planet with more power, less morality, and no way of reasoning. Decker, you self-proclaimed god at this point, I assume, to think that you could control that? The You've... deal that I made with the Atrocytes and the Council was for this planet. And you believe that? You believe that you could outsmart those monsters? I believe their their deal was, was just, yes. Alpha. He turns to you and he says, Until I know that you are willing to wait this out and allow my plan to come to fruition, once Sinonans are destroyed and Sinonis Prime has been taken... I will tell you. Well, that's not going to happen, Decker. So if yeah. you want to come up with a counter-argument, then we can go from there. I promised someone that I wouldn't let other people suffer for what I needed. So I'll find them another way. He shakes his head and he says, The three of you have left a trail of blood everywhere you've gone. But they were assholes. And we weren't suggesting genocide. He looks and says, Tell that to the people of Euseron. I believe that one was probably your fault. Yeah, isn't Penny one of your dogs? He <laughs> shakes his head, and he says, Penateris was nothing to do with me. But everything you've done has made everything she's doing so much more possible. Did you yeah. come here to claim the blood of the Valai, or to end it? Oh, are we being fucking delayed right now? Yeah, uh, probably. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> he shakes his head, and he says, No, this is, this is me extending an olive branch. If you win, everything that I have worked for will be for naught. All the lives taken, all the lives lost will be for nothing. And I will be a martyr, which is not something I wish to be. I simply wish to make this system safe. And I understand that it was, it was paid for with a price that was steep. But think of the good I've done. Think of the things that I've achieved. I, I rolled a 17 sense motive, which I think is the highest sense motive I've ever rolled. Um, he is, I, I will say that it, it doesn't require a high sense motive. He is being very upfront and like nothing he has said so far has been a lie. Don't disparage my beautiful roll, Dane. <laughs> I usually <laughs> roll a zero. That's yeah. true. No, I'm saying like 17 is enough to know that Decker, everything Decker has said so far has been the absolute truth. Decker, I appreciate at the very root of it, to say anything positive here, that your goal was to do good for your people. That is, can be an honorable thing to live for. But to sacrifice anything to get it for some crackpot dream, the Sinonans have done nothing wrong. Yes, their technology is there, but to just act on that whim that maybe one day they could? What about you, Decker? What about what's going to stop you from turning? Is this system going to be enough? Will you reach out? Will you go to my home? Will you come to my people because you haven't had enough? What makes you better than a Sononan emperor? What makes you better than everyone else? 
What stops you from wanting more? Where's your safety valve? What's your failsafe, Decker? He smiles and turns around to look at one of the the statues of the goddesses that have that still kind of remain. And he says, because once I succeed, I will no longer be. That will be the end. The extent of the deal that I made. With who? I would assume a devourer at this point. Or Penny. Or Cadrical. Uh, he kind of chuckles and he just says, Cadrical was a means to an end. He, <laughs> It was a means to rally human supremacists together. Another way to take off a toxic piece of the system. I sent them to their slaughter. It was just to get warm bodies who could shoot a gun. All right, Decker. Thank you for explaining yourself to us. It makes what we are going to have to do from here on out much easier. Less questions on our end as whether to what we're doing is correct, because what we will be doing is correct. We're going to put a stop to you. Sorry. I think you talked about all the great things you've done. I believe every great thing you've done, we have undone shortly afterward. So that's it. We can try to have this tango here. I don't think it's worth it to anyone involved because we're going to stop you either way. We don't mind having him out of the picture before all this gets started. Yeah, that's true, but there's no way he walked yeah. in here without the understanding that he had a second thing. I don't think he thought that the alpha info was enough. Hey, still worth a shot. Is it Decker? Is it worth a shot? As Merrick forms his Solarian blade. He sighs and presses that like same spot on his shoulder as his armor reactivates. This time his helmet doesn't form. Instead, he uh, reaches into sort of like a side bag and puts on a mask that like wraps around his head. It's a lot more form fitting. And he says, all right, then. If this is how it has to be, I will fight to protect this dream. Are we in shape to fight this guy right now? <laughs> Why not? Oh, yeah. What? Why not? Let's go. Uh, and he turns to you, Cody, and he says, if I die, your hopes of finding Alpha will be gone. I'll find him another way. Or how about this? Every time you tell me something about Alpha, I won't hit you with this hammer. <laughs> I don't even know that you know shit. You do know. Your sense motive revealed that he was telling the truth. Oh, I thought it was just about the specific now, time. I'm giving you a blanket thing. Everything he has said from the time you've walked in to the time you did your your check has been 100% honest. Yeah, he sighs and uh, holds out his hand as a blade forms from the geometric shapes and says, all right then, for Casamal. And everyone roll me initiative. For Casamal. I don't like his 3v1 attitude right now. How many bosses <laughs> are we going to fight in this church? You think you think we can throw another one in here? May as well go. Can Azen come back and help us kill this guy real quick? Cody, what'd you get? 26. Dern? I got a 21. Merrick? I got a 14. Do I know if what he just said is true? What? That if he dies, I won't, like, find out. Because that seems a bit of a ridiculous statement to make. You can tell the information he has would not be widely known. So yes. you you probably, like, I'm not going to say anything's impossible. Yeah, okay. Cody, you go first. All right. Uh, Duran, do you have your gun out? I, 100%. I took some shots at Azen, so yeah. Bull rush. Hell yeah. Just charge him as quick as possible. Uh, that is a 34. Do it. Uh, yep, that certainly does it. Um, as I just, like, charge forward and, like, uppercut, like, I hit him with the haft of my hammer, like, right in the chest and, like, send him flying as I spin around... I'm going to try to hit him with my hammer, and that also triggers an attack of opportunity for Durin. Sure as hell does. 
Oh, those are those nice numbers. It's a 37 to hit. It certainly hits, yep. Uh, 31 damage. <laughs> Holy fuck, okay. Uh, Durham, what did you get? Oh, I rolled a dirty 30 for uh, for my hit to hit. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Uh, with 19 points of damage, Dale. <laughs> uh, Cody, you run in and you, you pop him up with the haft of your uh, hammer and then you do a quick little spin to send him for, like flying back. And as he's in the air and like spinning, Durin, you're just like well-placed shots. Every time his like the front of him is exposed, pop, he spins front, pop. Uh, and as he hits the ground hard, he rolls sort of towards you, Merrick. I say, this stops if you talk. Uh, he, You see him sort of like, he puts one hand on the ground, puts another hand on the ground, and he's like struggling to get up. Uh, Durin, it's your turn. Yeah, I am going to do my trick attack with the attempt to set up Merrick for all that extra damage. So we're going to do a quick stealthy stealth. That's correct. Uh, my stealth is a 30. Yes. Okay. It's either a herring fire, I think, or a covering fire. It's still the same check, which I do meet. So just like lining up and just firing, just kind of disorienting him a little bit. And Merrick, you're going to get my... The next attack will get my uh, trick attack damage. Nice. Okay. That's uh, my turn. Merrick, it's your turn. Uh, you see, as Decker's trying to get up, Durin is just like taking shots off at his like fingers or his like hands and his feet just keep like completely off balance and Decker's just sort of like scrambling through the broken pews and rubble trying to get away from Durin's shots what would you like to do um I have to I'm assuming I still have to move up to him he didn't land like at my feet yeah no he just got hit five feet yeah Merrick is Solarian Blade photon mode running over and just like as he's getting up gonna try to take advantage of it and swing and try to catch him across his center that's going to be a 32 to hit I believe 33 to hit 33 will hit him. Holy shit. Add 68 to this baby. <laughs> oh my god. Is this a non-lethal strike? No. No, I, this I, is a lethal I, strike. I, I'm joking. Depends on what you define as non-lethal. <laughs> and how many D8s? Um, six. I believe. Yes, six. 72 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Merrick... Oh, that makes he me just, so happy. This chance is finally in front of him to put the end to maybe one of these threads, or at least one of the heads of this massive Hydra that we're fighting. And obviously, I know you can't one head off to show up, but whatever. I know what I'm saying. And Merrick goes over and just gives it to him through the middle of his body. <laughs> yeah, you plunge your blade like clean through him, like right through his stomach. The two of you, Cody and Durin, from your side, you see Merrick skewer Decker as he's scrambling to get up from the gunfire and as he does he flops back into the seat of uh, the pew that he was using to get up uh, and he's heaving you see blood sort of like pouring out of him i'm gonna hold out a hand to the others and i say this stops if you talk give me a reason give me something he reaches his his hand up for a second like with extreme difficulty and <laughs> you see a, a beam shoot past Merrick's face completely missing because I assume a 22 EAC doesn't hit no 
the the electric beam just goes like straight past you and you don't even have to move out of the way he just completely misses the recoil of it jerks his hand back and just traces a line through the church more rubble crumbles from the ceiling as he lifts up his other hand again and tries to make another attack this time he doesn't even get his hand all the way up and just blasts the pew in front of him cody it's your turn i'm going to restrain him with the spinneret it's a 30 eac yes uh so he's entangled which i know doesn't do much but i want to for for one round uh, as i just like i go over to him like bind him and i'm like talk and this ends you're gonna give up your dream if i don't stop you the dream's dead already my life is forfeit you can't stop us if you're dead this buys you time at least talk uh give me a diplomacy check (laughs) god damn it (laughs) it's a four minus one he leans his head back the mask that was around his face disables as he's panting for air blood fills his mouth his teeth are red uh his hair for the first time you've seen him a mess he's sweating uh and he just says no during it's your turn yeah we're ending this just trick attack going to swap to my switchblade mid movement and just try to put an end to nat 20 on the stealth okay waste of a nat 20 i know uh 26 on the attack he is flat-footed for this He's also entangled. Yeah, true. Hey, let me tell you right now, he's got three HP left. <laughs> tell oh, me so <laughs> as Durin comes in, because I don't notice you, right? Yeah. I just say, especially with Nat 20, I can't even roll. I just say, don't we let's keep him alive. This ends now as you out from the <laughs> from behind where you didn't see, just grabs him by the throat and just slices into him. I like I'm looking the other way. I'm just like talking to Merrick. I'm like, if we keep him alive, maybe he'll talk. And I turn around and he just has no throat. A very familiar like strike from back from back in the day as yeah, he's done. Cody, we got what we wanted by having you and Azan in the same room. He said something to me before he left. Remember how we went to Usuron because he told me to go back to the beginning? We misunderstood that information. We have to go back to the beginning. I've got a feeling it might be your beginning, buddy. Cody's just staring down at Decker's body as it, like, leaks blood. Check him for stuff. He might have yeah. something on him that's dangerous. He might yeah. have a yeah. he might have a, 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 a data pad. I, I start frantically checking. He's slumped over. You were right in front of him. So you get close to him to start searching. Uh, give me a perception check. That is a 30 perception. Nice. You notice a few things. One, uh, he's got nothing of value on him. Two, the smell of sulfur that you noticed when you came into the church uh, seems to have gotten stronger. And you see the slash across his throat beginning to glow, almost like, like molten lava, as the ground beneath you begins rumbling. Um, guys, I, it, more, he smells more like sulfur. He's got magma, magma wound as I like scramble backward. The price is being paid. Pulling away, pulling away, pulling away. On the ground, all three of you now see these sigils, runes, beginning to carve themselves into the stone and wood around him. Almost like someone took a stencil uh, from above and is just projecting it down. So where 
the the pew raises in level, the the room continues from the ground and then shoots up onto the wood uh, and just begins. They begin carving quick, quickly and faster around it, these red glowing sigils and runes. And then a hexagonal prism shoots up and over Decker, encasing him in a very similar red light to what you saw earlier. Merrick and he snaps awake as he goes rigid and shoots up into the sky his body seizing and convulsing blood spewing from his mouth his ears leaking his fingernails you can see are curling with the heat of this beam of light that he's in and then he begins screaming and he says not yet I can do more just give me another chance give me another chance and his eyes snap open with a red light. And in the prism, the walls, you see a face appear. And it seems to be talking to him, but you can't hear it. And then Decker drops to the ground, still encased in this prism of light. And he looks at the three of you, panting. He spits out a glob of blood, his eyes still glowing red. And he says, like I said, Everywhere you went, you left a trail of blood. And he reaches into a sort of hidden compartment on his armor that forms out of the geometric shape. And he pulls out a syringe that you've seen once before when you fought Gregerton. And he plunges it into his neck and presses down the plunger. Everyone give me a reflex save, please. Awesome. That's not a good start to this. Oh, nope. Same. Same. Uh, Cody, what'd you get? Would you, would an 11 do me, do me nicely? That, that is my level 11 DC. <laughs> um, well, hey, one per level. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Durin? 16. Not, probably not hitting that standard either. <laughs> Merrick? 21. There we go. Maybe. That's a, maybe. <laughs> that's a solid maybe. Merrick, you succeed. Uh, The prism that Decker is in explodes into razor sharp shards of glass. Durin and Cody, you guys take Mm -hmm. nine points of slashing damage. Merrick, you take four. I rolled such hot garbage on that. How many dice were involved in that, just out of curiosity? It was 4d6. As you guys are pushed back by this glass, you see Decker undergoing a transformation. The armor reconfigurating as fast as it can to its new shape but parts of it are getting blown off because it can't reconfigure fast enough you see decker's arms grow large and swollen as one extra arm from his side erupts out through his ribs you see bone shatter out through his skin and then a fourth arm underneath his left arm explode out Motherfucker. more bone gets twisted out of the way, fur begins covering him. A rope-like thick pale tail emerges from the base of his spine and these almost arcane circuitry begins tracing through his body. But you can tell that it's not electronics, but blood that is being coursed over top of his skin. You can see his veins glowing with a red energy. His face elongates into an almost rat-like shape. His ears point, and then he falls forward onto all four arms and his knees, and he punches the ground with one hand as it erupts into fire. He punches the ground with the other, another blazing hand, and then the bottom two hands slam the ground and push him up, and they open up 
into this icy darkness. Hello, Space Jam Dane here to do the things. First and foremost, we hope you are enjoying this week's episode. Second, this week has been sponsored by Zencaster. I talked about it before, but Zencaster is the whole reason that you're hearing this show. Uh, we have dudes all over our lovely country. We have Ryan is across on the other end, the East Coast. Terry lives in another city. Niall and I are the only two people who live in the same city. It would be very difficult to do the show if it wasn't for something like Zencaster. It is a all-in-one podcasting studio where we can all just jump on. We record the show. We don't have to worry about backups or losing any progress because even with a slow connection, you've got crystal clear audio quality and backups that are saved on site. Zencaster makes it incredibly easy for us to get together, record the show. It is stress-free. It's worry-free. It makes the whole experience very easy. In fact, I'm recording this break in my studio, which is a closet, as you know. And then I'm going to literally walk into my living room where I edit the show and download the files all from there. I don't need to do any transferring. It's all right there. You can access them on any computer as long as you just log into your account. Using Zencaster is now super easy to record a podcast. Log in using any browser, start recording a high quality podcast episode right away. Record studio quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of Zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure that you always have your recording in the highest quality, even if your connection is unstable. If you've ever thought of starting your own podcast and then realized that you need a bunch of tools and services and platforms, well, those days are over. Zencaster is an all-in-one podcasting platform. You can create your podcast all in one place and then distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing and use our code NOQUEST and you'll get 30% off the first month of any Zencaster paid plan. Once again, that is Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code NOQUEST and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. We want you to have the same easy experience that we do for all of our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. This week is also sponsored by MistyMountainGaming.com. They are a one-stop shop for all of your tabletop gaming needs. They've got dice, apparel, uh, cool bags. I've mentioned it before. There is a bag that I am in love with and one day will be mine. I think at this point we all exclusively roll Misty Mountain Gaming for the show. And if you've heard our rolls, that might be a selling point or not, but they look good. And really, isn't that all you want? And we've got a little code for you to go get your own dice or steal the bag of my dreams right from my out of my clutches or anything else you could ever possibly want for any of your tabletop RPG needs. Just head on over to MissyMountainGaming.com and use the code NOQUEST10 to save yourself 10% at checkout on anything in the store. Once again, that is NOQUEST10 at checkout to save yourself 10% off of everything MistyMountainGaming.com. We also have a show coming up, another live show coming up at the end of this month, uh, Sunday, February 25th at 7 p.m. at Offworld Bar. We are running our sort of like side live show campaign called Lawful and Disorder. It is a buddy cop show where Terry and Niall play cops. Uh, Terry is a hard-boiled detective. Niall plays a trickster fan, and they're forced to solve crimes on the cube. Uh, so they have two hours to put together the clues I've laid out for them, catch the killer, and bring them to justice. 
justice before the show ends. It's a lot of fun. Uh, tickets are only $10 and they will be live. I don't think they're up just yet, but the second they are available, they will be on all of our social media platforms. So keep an eye on things like Instagram and uh, Twitter and TikTok. Uh, but the best place to stay up to date with all of our news is our Discord. So head on over to noquestcast.com, click the Discord link, and you'll be brought in. That's where you get all of the news before anyone else does. And the second the tickets are available, if you're in the Toronto area, you will know if you're part of the Discord and if you're following us. Once again, you can follow us on all social media platforms, which is NoQuestCast. We're on everything, and we will do a wide announcement, or there'll be a link in the episode description. That's it for me this week. We will see you in two weeks' time. We hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Merrick, please take your turn. In front of you is what used to be Arwen Decker, now a what looks like amalgamation of the three of you. Yep. I, this is like a Chimeramon thing from Digimon. You guys remember that episode where the, they made a monster? It was all the main Digimons. They put them all together. Okay. Nope. That's nope. just a Ryan thing. <laughs> <laughs> to, all, to all the Digimon fans out there, get in, get in the Discord and talk about Digimon with me. That's all our 10-minute rest is going to be about. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, cool, Merrick's faced with this horror. You think that what you could just be do what we do with just a little bit of science? Science is baloney! And uh, Merrick's going to oh, attack. No. <laughs> Cody's like, actually, I disagree with that. I meant in training. I meant, yeah, trust your side. You know, do that stuff. Anyway, Merrick's going to attack. <laughs> uh, 18 plus. Decker's over there doing his own research in hell. Uh, thir- uh, 35? That hits, yeah. So am I to believe he's been collecting our blood, and that's what he made the thing out Ugh. of? Yes. That's pretty fucked. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up. Um, super unsanitary. 38 damage for that attack. So yeah, Merrick, this thing is a monstrosity, so just trying to get in there, I've, 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 I've got a feeling he like ends up like getting an arm first, like just because he doesn't know how to approach this monstrosity, so whatever limb came closest to him. As you drive your Solarian Blade into the beast in front of you, it almost ricochets off. You could tell this guy is tough. Um, what kind of damage does your blade do? Is any of it fire? The answer's no. The answer's no. Some, no, some of it's electric. <laughs> or, like, some of it's electric damage. Okay. If it's not cold or fire, then you're okay. But some of the physical damage does get negated. Do you want me to say what damage is strictly electric next time, just so we can... No. Electric does not factor into this at all. It is his turn. You see him glow with a purple energy. It's similar to Merrick's Graviton, but different. It's not pure. It's an approximation of Graviton. And he's going to take all of his attacks on Merrick. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, you got this. You're fine. Uh, 30 to hit. Yeah. KC. Okay. Uh, that is 27 points of cold damage. Okay. Did you take any damage in that last fight? Not the previous Decker fight, but the, the Catrigal. Oh, my oh, health is devoured. non-existent. Wait, did you not get a 10-minute rest while we were? Oh, I got stamina back, but my HP is mostly gone. Okay, cool. I'll yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah, America's like clearly like has been bleeding. And was that attack thirty? Was that four over your KAC? No. Okay. Three over my KAC. Uh, that is a twenty-seven KAC. That meets it. 
Uh, that's another 27 points of damage. And then he wheels around and holds up his two top arms uh, that are like ablaze with fire. Um, but again, not the solar fire of a Solarian. It, it's like his arms are encrusted with this molten rock. You can see them cracking at the where the wrist meets the rest of his arm. Um, by the time it gets up to his bicep, you can see sort of like the singed hair and, and skin of what used to be a human man and launches two fire bolts at one at Cody, one at Durin. Uh, that is a, it's a 36 EAC for you, Cody. Yep. Ooh, I wish I could uh, say no. And that's a 26 EAC on you, Durin. That's it exactly. Fuck. Uh, 16 points of damage for you, Cody. Okay. And 18 points of damage for you, Durin. Okay. And that is his turn. Cody, your turn. Question. It's technically still Decker, right? In what sense? In the sense that every time I hit a certain creature, I get a, a charge of something basically on my hammer. I would say this is this is a new like his physiology is completely different and he's now large. He's still the same person though. Does that count towards our abilities as well? Uh, because my setup and strike I can only do to a target like once. Could I do it again for this one? Decker doesn't really exist anymore. This is something cool. new. Sweet. Sure. All right. I'm, I'll, hey, I'm I'll game take for this. it. If it if it helps, that's a good trade. I'll lose my <laughs> thing. He gets his. Uh, I'm going to. Move action, activate enhanced resistance for fire. Okay. Standard action, charge, and attack. Uh, he will get an attack of opportunity because he is large. Sure. Add a plus two to your attack because he rolled a one. So as he sees you charging, he goes to pick up one of the pews. But as he does, he doesn't realize his own strength and just like crushes it, which causes him to like stagger forward a bit, leaving a opening for you. Uh, 38. 38 will do it, yes. 28 points of bludgeoning and electrical. You slam into him, and it almost hurts your hands with how little give there is to his body. Like, you know when you swing a metal pole, or like a bat onto a metal pole and it like reverberates? You get that feeling, and it's it kind of throws you for a loop for a second. Durin, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I need to examine the situation first. Um, how hurt is Merrick? Give me a medicine check. Yeah, I guess. It'll be easy. You've you've lived or worked with them for long enough that like you can get a quick. Yeah, um, I got a twenty-five. Yeah, that's enough to know, Merrick. You can tell him how much your HP is. Mm-hmm. Uh, my stamina is at fifty-three of one eleven, and my health is fifteen of seventy-one. Oof! Oh, oof! Oof! Okay, your health is what scares me. So I'm going to focus inward, and I'm going to pull out a channel because my health sucks too. Good. How dare you, Dane, make me blow everything against the, against the Atrocyte. Now I have to fight another boss in this same church, you son of a bitch. Yeah, it's not the best heal I've ever had. Uh, 26 all around HP. I'll set you up for the next one. Okay, Merrick, it's your turn. All right, Merrick's going to make two attacks. So he's, I'm behind him now, he's facing Cody? Uh, he's kind of like all over the place. Oh, like he's, he's a freak. He's freaking out, right? Like he he beat the shit out of you, turned around, shot two firebolts. Now he's, he yeah. like went to go grab a pew. He's just like going nuts. Does uh 30 hit? 30 will hit, yes. Are we flanking? Are we flanking? Uh yeah, you and you and uh Merrick would be flanking because you attack from behind, yeah. I rolled four once on my damage dice. Love it. Uh, Love to 20, see it. 29, which I think is the lowest damage Merrick has ever done in recent history. And the next attack is going to be... Does a 25 hit? Is that with your plus two? Yes, with a plus two, yeah. Oh, it does, yes. Nice. 
Thank you, Cody. 36 points of damage for the second one. So Merrick trying to go for his legs. He's still trying to process what exactly they're fighting. He, it's obviously very unsettling because it looks like himself and all his pals as a demon. Yeah, if, if I were to give a, a better just it looks like someone made a very large, beefy Durin and then <laughs> put, put forearms on it. That's gross. I have a weird super shredder image in my head, and I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it is Decker's turn. Cody and Merrick are right up in his face, so he's going to take two melee attacks on each of you. You see that that purple energy, like, erupt a little bit bigger. Oh, God, he's attuning. He can do both at the same time. Uh, That is a 30 to hit you, Merrick. Yeah. Uh, That's a 30 to hit you, Cody. Yeah. That doesn't beat anyone's KC plus four. No. That's 21 points of damage to you, Merrick. This is cold damage if it matters. Does not. And that's 22 points of damage to you, Cody. Is it straight up cold or is it cold and bludgeoning? It is just cold. As he's punching you with these, like, black hole fists, you feel the coldness of space. Uh, Like, on point of contact, it freezes parts of your armor and your skin. You can feel, like, almost frostbite. Like, you're being exposed to the temperatures of knee in like a tank top so i can actually go out in the void of space with and be fine so i'm just gonna negate all that damage <laughs> hell yeah to be fair that actually makes sense <laughs> and <laughs> <You> then idiot. <laughs> he's going to hang out uh, give us some- you know what let's go pop a beer <laughs> you know yeah he's like hey guys i can use my solar cold fists to chill these brews <laughs> <laughs> man that'd be a hell of a 180 he's gotta wait until his next turn to do that and my hot hands can cook these glizzies. <laughs> <laughs> Cody and Merrick, you can take an attack of opportunity because he's going to do two ranged attacks on Durin. Doesn't have to, you know. Natural twenty. Fuck yeah. Ooh. Fuck yeah. Oh. Give me opportunities, Dane. Can Give you them to roll me. me a D four, and if you roll a three, that doesn't work. I got a thirty-nine. Don't roll a three. I roll a two. Yes. Okay. Your crit goes through. Um, Durin, does a twenty-six EAC hit you? It sure does. Ooh, does a 25 EAC hit you? It does not. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Skirting the line. Uh, that is 16 points of fire damage. Yeah, I'll eat that. I don't know if eating a crit was worth it, but... Uh, I did 33 points of damage. Uh, 72 points of damage. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah, 105 points of one go. Let's go. <laughs> I think Come it was on, worth Decker. it. We know who you you should be focusing on. You finally find solid purchase. So the first like swing of this fight that actually seems to really matter, Merrick, as Cody, how do you hit him? Uh I guess as he like rears back to throw, I just like get him in the armpit. Yeah, and that staggers him back a bit. Merrick leaving, you finally see an opening where some of the armor had like exploded off because it couldn't reshape fast enough, and you're able to just drive your blade up and under his armpit and like almost like pierced through his clavicle. And with it, when you pull it out, you see this spray of, of hot blood that's now like almost black. Uh, and yeah. it, as it hits the ground, yeah. it begins sort of like sizzling and eroding some of the brick. Um, it is Cody's turn. I look at Merrick, or like, I, I don't look at Merrick because there's a giant monster in between us, but I yell out to Merrick and I say, just, just like we practiced, okay? And I'm going to hold my action as I try to do combined strike. Ooh. Okay. One of my feats I haven't gotten to use yet. Durin, it's your turn. Hey, we're we're gonna try to do a setup, uh setup and strike, so who knows? Maybe this will all, all pan out. Alright, stealth check first up. I got a 30. 
Uh, that's not enough. Oh, okay. Just a normal attack then. All right, all right. Where was that for my stealth? 19 on the die, jeez. I got a 32? 32. Uh, EAC? Um, yes. I mean, yes, you hit regardless of what. Okay, I was like, oh, <laughs> you had me concerned there first. Um, okay, cool. And I put in 18 points of damage. Uh, what kind Let's of damage go. is it? It is an electricity damage. Damn, you guys just fucking go on electricity on me. I wish I could say it was, like, planned or something. It definitely wasn't. No, not at all. Merrick, it's your turn. Okay, Cody, how does this work? We just I hit and we do something crazy? Yeah, as he swings, I swing. Okay, I'm oh, going to take fun. one attack just to make sure I have better odds of making sure this hits. Cody, Cody, what did you get? 34. Merrick? 30. Both hit. All right, so two things are going to happen here. One, this is my third strike with my adaptive weapon. So you're going to ignore, or it's going to ignore half the weapon's item level is going to be taken from its resistance and damage resistance for my hits. Damn, so okay. four points, just for my hits, but it also combines my numerics attack into one damage block and only subtracts uh, damage resistance or energy resistance from the total ones. Ooh, okay. that's fun. Cool. That's Ooh. actually going to be very useful for this because he has yeah, significant DR. Man, if only I could give you the setup and strike. Damn it. That would have been so good. So that's going to be 30 damage from me. And what's yours? 34 damage from Merrick. So 64 total. And, and then only take six. Or sorry, the only DR four. minus four. Okay, what does this look like, boys? How do, you, how do you think we trained it, Merrick? Merrick, I think, forgets that we even trained this. Um, he's like, oh, shit, what one was it? What one was it? He's trying to put it together. And I think it's just like, I'm, I'm picturing like a hammer and nail combo. Like, I yeah. put my sword through him, and then you bang my sword to push it back out. 100%. Yeah, it's like, I we know to hit at the same time. So it's like, as I'm impacting on one side, Merrick's like stabbing, and it's just the combined strike just like pushes it through. And we call it the hammer and nail. Yeah. Hey, Decker, you just got nailed. <laughs> and <laughs> hammered. It screams in your face, and that smell of sulfur, and and like you just get yeah. blasted with heat. It's like when you open the door on a really hot day and walk out of AC, uh, you just get fucking blasted with, with heat as it yells right in your face. You can see his, his teeth have now like sharpened into fangs. Fantastic. Uh, he's going to do a acrobatics check real quick. <laughs> crushed it. He leaps up to the top of the uh, open roof, swings, and lands behind the three of you, and then begins punching the ground with those cold fists. And as yeah. he does, uh, ripples of this purple energy begin tearing off him. And then he just begins like throwing waves of purple energy at the three of you. Uh, all of you have to give me fortitude saves, please. Nat 20. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, 24. Okay. Darren. Yeah, 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 about that. Can I grab my, my precious Durin with my nat 20? <laughs> Absolutely not. You had some fantastic rolls there. Could you uh, put a 14 on there? Uh, Durin, you take 22 yeah. points of damage. Oof, oof. Merrick okay. and Cody, you take 11 points of damage. And then you see Durin get fucking launched. <laughs> I wish it wasn't a funny visual in my head because it's terrifying, but it's yeah. really funny. <laughs> Merrick and Cody, you're able to brace against these waves of gravity, but Durin, you look up just a little too late and get fucking smoked by one. Uh, can you please roll me a mm -hmm. d12? 
Wow, busting out those dice, huh? Okay. Six. Okay. You get thrown 60 feet back. Jesus. Um, George <laughs> he's, he's back at the tower. <laughs> Can you roll me a... Uh-huh. Give me a luck check. Oh, okay. What, what do you want me to roll on this? Just, Just a, a flat d20? d20. All right. 18. Okay, that's good. You okay. slam into the large wooden double doors at the front of the church, but you don't go through them, so you uh, you don't take any additional damage. Um, but you are at the front of the church now, um, 60 feet away from the conflict. Decker is now about 20 feet away from the, the two of you who remain in the church, and then as this purple energy has like dissipated, you see those like red lines and the, the cracks in between the, the molten skin uh, begin to glow red. Um, and then he's also going to take two of his fire attacks as well. Uh, so these are going to be coming for uh, Merrick and Cody. Oof, that's probably going to miss Merrick. Uh, that was a 22 EAC. Yep, not going to do it. Oh, it's another 22 EAC. Love it. Roll two threes in a row. We both turn around, see Dern get yeeted, turn back and just step <laughs> out of the way. In, in tandem, yeah. the opposite direction. Both those fire blasts miss and now go towards Durin at the back of their... No. Oh, yep, that sounds right. That sounds right. It is top of the round again. Cody. I'm... Hmm. I guess I'm just... I'm going to acrobatics in and okay. then... So that's like move action, right? That is a move action to get in, yes. Cool. And then I'm going to, again, ready that combined strike. Oh, that's another nat 20. Don't even need to look it up. I mean, technically I do, but I won't. Uh, yeah, how do you well, get in? 39. I, I just walk in and like, oh, it's it's that like very cool, like you slide on your knees and put your head back as he just like haymakers over me. Nice. And then I use the like haft of my thing to like pop up and I'm just like ready to strike. Okay. Durin, you are prone and at the front of the church, uh, the wind knocked out of you. Uh, you're seeing stars a little bit as you crashed into the big wooden doors. What would you like to do? Prone and alone. Something we should have probably talked about before this, but uh, what kind of damage does that one new rifle I have do? Oh, the... Uh, the explosive one? Uh, it would be... It's it's kinetic, so it's uh, it would be like bludgeoning, I guess. Okay. Well, I'm just wondering, like, how much damage are we talking here? Oh, uh, it's uh, 10d6. 10d6? Jeez. It's it's unwieldy. It has like one round in it. Roll me a d4. Okay, okay, okay. A1. There is, you have have two bullets. You have one in the chamber and one Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, in a little mm -hmm. like side pouch on the side of the gun. You know what? Why why even get up from prone? Let's just make it. Let's just make a thing of it. Probably just scooting over, grabbing my, that new rifle I have, lining up a shot. And, okay, how much benefit would, like, a take-aim action get me for this? I don't know if there's one in Starfinder. I think there is. But I would say you, you're you kind of out of, like, action, unless you want to use your standard action to aim. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Okay, because I was going to say, it's a move action to, to pull your gun out. If you want to spend this round taking aim... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. I'll give you... I'll give you a plus four. Okay. Well, okay, actually, here's, here's what I'll let you do. Okay. You can get a plus four on the attack roll. Okay. Or you can wait for him to expose an unarmored piece. Ooh. And I will let you roll a D6, and that's how much DR you'll bypass with it. 
Interesting. Okay. 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 I think I'm going to aim for the plus four. I want the plus four. So I'm just going to like grab the rifle, staying prone and just like as a good little sniper, just taking aim. Yeah. As you like chamber the round, you hear like the gun like and like begin to like just sort of like supercharge that bullet. Mm -hmm. Merrick, it's your turn. You see Cody getting ready for another combined strike. All right, time for Hammer and Nail Part 2. They're hammer and nailing. Nailing it? I'm sorry, Cody, I can't come up with the quips. We called this one the Nutcracker. Oh, Nutcracker. Uh, Merrick's going to turn into light and appear behind this guy for flanking. Shit, okay. Nope, that's the Hammer and Nail. Never mind. Yeah, Hammer and Nail Part 2. So I'm going to appear behind him, taking no attacks of opportunity as Merrick physically turns into a beam of photon energy, zips behind him. And we're going to take that attack together, Cody. 17 on the dice, baby. 36. Yes. That's a 24. That misses. Damn it. Uh, So, Merrick, you hit. As you go to start this combo, uh, he literally wraps all four arms on your hammer and, like, pushes it into your gut. We are flanking. uh, Niall, did you use the plus two? I rolled a five. I I used the plus two. (laughs) Uh... Um, that's 40 points of damage. We'll really get on the dice that time. Holy fuck. So um, Merrick goes into the same place. He doesn't feel the resistance of Cody's hammer on the other side. And then he's like, shit. And he pulls back out right away. And gets the hammer missed. <laughs> okay. Decker is... He doesn't like being surrounded by you lot. I so show, he is going to do a acrobatics check. God damn it. I keep rolling like... I rolled a 20 the last time, and I rolled a 19 this time. I'm like, I want these attacks on you guys. Not, stop rolling threes on the attack rolls. Um, Cody, as he has your hammer, he just shoves you to the side and just, like, minotaur charges towards Durin. Oh, okay. That's cool. And he's going to <laughs> attempt a attack at the end of his charge. Oh, all right. I already used my light thing. Um, that is a... 36 to hit you, KAC. Sure does, yeah. Does it beat your KAC plus four? Yes. Does it beat it by 13? No. Okay. He runs and just grabs you by the head and in one fluid motion slams you through the door and just continues out into the street. Um, (laughs) I hate this. I hate every part of this. He scooped dirt. That's 20... Six points of damage. Okay. Uh, and then he's going to use his reaction to throw you. Oh, I am getting tossed around. My fuck me. You have to roll me another uh, d12, please. Okay. Three. So he throws you 30 feet. You're going to take 3d6 points of damage. Mm. Okay. Oh my god, you're so fucking lucky. <laughs> Literally <laughs> just rolled three ones. Hell yeah. He just chucks you across the uh, across sort of like the the lawn and you end up landing in just a a sort of like dried bush uh, and you take three points of damage as the fight has now spilled out into the streets of Sonona's Prime. Uh Cody, it's your turn. How far away is about 90 feet right now. And when you charge, you can go double your distance, right? Uh, Correct. I get a charge. Okay. Uh, and I forgot that I could do this, but as a uh, well, as part of my charge, I can now take two action, two attacks as well at the end. Damn. 
Okay. So they're going to be at a minus four, but uh, I charge into his back and just start swinging. Cool. He's going to take his attack of opportunity. I know what you're saying. He uses reaction, but he has, he is reactive. He gets two reactions a turn. Hmm. Feels real convenient. Uh, that's going to be a 26 to hit. Well, before you do that, uh, does a 38 hit you? It does. Uh, does it beat your case? Uh, yes, plus, it does. Does it beat it by 13? <laughs> 38? No. Yeah. Okay. It beats it um, by, no, by nine. That's okay. If it's not 13, you're not pinned. But you are grabbed. As you come running out, he hears you, the, the heavy footsteps. He just wheels around and just grabs you by the waist, turns you sideways, puts his other arm on you, and is attempting to tear you in half. Cool. I get to continue my attack. Uh, you do, yes, but it'll be at a minus two, I believe. Okay. Uh, so the first one is not going to go through in any way, shape, or form. Actually, hold on. I don't know if you can, because this is a two-handed weapon, right? I think you can only attack with light weapons. Sure. You cannot move or take two-handed actions. Minus two to a bunch of shit. Okay. Um, I drop my hammer and just start punching. Cool. Yeah, that's a free action. So, yes, yep, you yeah. can... Uh, I assume it's, you know, it's probably more like it gets knocked out of my hands at this point. Yes. Yeah, he literally, like, just grabs you, turns you sideways, and has one hand on, like, your hips and another just under your armpits, and he's, like, pulling. Now, do you want me to re-roll that first attack? Because it was with my hammer. I mean, is it a big difference between attack? Just use the same roll, I, but... I, I failed. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, okay. So it's a minus six. So this is a 27 to hit. Uh, that's still enough. Okay. As my first attack, like, I'm swinging and it just gets knocked out of my hand. Uh, but the second one is going to be... Oh, so much less damage. God damn it. And fuck, I lose my damage reduction. Um, that is 25 points of damage. Um, but I believe that he is going to be unbalanced, which is nice. Yeah, he picks you up and he's, like, just shaking you and pulling you. And you're able to, like, pop him in the jaw. But... It seems almost pointless. Well, he's flat-footed, so... Ah, so he's off-kilter? No, he is flat-footed just for the next attack. Okay. Nice. As, okay. I guess he probably just sees me get grabbed and the thing go out of, like, his my hands and doesn't expect it, and I just, like, slam him with, like, a sonic punch in the jaw. Yeah. It is Durin's turn. Yeah, with on the ground just getting tossed, and... I'll, I'll let you maintain... I'm not going to take your oh, aim okay. action. I will let you... All right. Uh, well, maybe I'm being <laughs> too nice. Yeah. Durin in the air still. like <laughs> Just like, I got it. Like, I would understand if you took it away. I get yeah, it. Uh, I think I'm going to think it, I'm going to be a little less right nice. If you kept it. Yeah, yeah, don't. Uh, I'm still going to be like, well, just kind of like take aim and just pull up and just pull the trigger. Now that he's a bit closer, let's see what happens. That was so 17 to hit. You hear that deafening. Boom. It echoes throughout the empty city streets as you take a massive chunk off the top right corner of the church. Uh, oh, rubble good. and debris just collapse down. Uh, you see the pillar holding up that one side beginning to crumble. And you can tell that in a couple of rounds, the door is going to be blocked by uh, stone. Well, I'm guessing like even with the plus four, 21 probably wouldn't have mattered anyway. Right. So, no. yeah. Okay. Say yeah, we're, it all worked out. <laughs> Fuck, that's really bad, though. I'm in a bad situation. We're all in a bad situation. I guess. Merrick, it's your turn. There was like a minute where I felt like it was going well. Yeah, true. He's outside the church now. Decker, Cody, and Duran are all sort of like in the front courtyard of the church. And he's used both his attack reactions? I mean, he's used two. 
Oh, fucking Christ. Merrick's going to mo- move towards Decker. Uh, and it looks like I have a couple rounds on this whole door thing, right? Yes. Okay. Well, give me give me an engineering check or a perception check. Perception I can do. That's going to be a, a 14 perception. You can't discern how long it's going to be, but you know it's going to happen. For the laser beam on this staff, it was one resolve point for the attack as listed, right? Uh, it's a resolve point to do the like the sweep, the AOE attack. Just to shoot it is not a resolve point? No. All right. Merrick's going to switch to the staff and try laser beaming this guy. Okay. That's just like energy damage, right? It's not fire damage. It is not fire damage, no. Okay. Um, does a 20... Sorry, a 31. I've been rolling really good on these attacks. Yes. He is flat-footed. And he's flat-footed, yeah. Rolled really good on those D8s. It's 41 points of damage. As like, as the laser blasts into the side of this thing, trying to give Cody and Durin a chance to make a counterattack. Yeah, as he wheels around to look at you as he's getting blasted from, like, first he, like, turns around to see Durin as the shot goes wide, and then as with his back exposed to you, Merrick, you blast him in the back with this laser. Uh, he turns around, and every time he turns, Cody, you can feel the, like, the tension on your midsection as he's, like, jerking around. It is now his turn. He's going to do one attack to maintain the grapple on you, Cody. I'd like it if he didn't. Uh, that is a 33. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That is 24 points of damage as he's finding it tough to rip you. So he literally picks you up and like Bane style slams you over his knee, trying to weaken the the connecty bits, which is your spine. Um, (laughs) And it's just sort of like repeatedly like slamming you over his knee. And then I guess. Oh, he's also on fire now as well. (laughs) Excuse me? As the the flames that wreath his arms uh, envelop his whole body, he once again screams, and that smell of sulfur, like, is just in your face, Cody. It's almost nauseating as he activates his corona. How much fire damage am I taking? Uh, You don't right now. It's only when you attack him. Cool. Uh, For now, at least. And then he's going to... uh, I guess he can only do one more attack on you. Really? Because he can't move. I feel like he already so, took his attack, but that's all right. That's a third. Oh, that's a thirty-one. Uh, that's nineteen points of damage. Which type of damage? Uh, this is cold damage. You okay there, buddy? No. Okay. Uh, you just see Cody getting like slammed around. At first, he's like trying to like almost looks like a, like a kid getting mad at like a hockey stick. He's like trying to like snap it, and then he can't. So he like starts slamming it over his knee, and he can't. So now he's just like slamming Cody like by the legs into the ground. It, I'm not in my health yet. It's all good. Uh, Cody, it is your turn. Uh, <laughs> to attack. Let's go. 22. Well, wait. Is his his AC is down too because he's grappling, right? Or is that just Pathfinder? Usually, yes, I believe it is. But okay, he's, well, I he's, don't think a 22 is gonna work anyway. Yeah, he's Dane's bullshit monster. Yeah. Literally designed to fight the three of us. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's also not gonna do it. <laughs> It's really hard to find purchase. I'm just trying to like punch and I'm just getting yeeted around. Durin, it's your turn. Okay. Um, so definitely going to get up. Okay. I don't think I can probably swap to another weapon right now. So all I have is this explosive rifle with me. You could, but right. it would be both of your Exactly. Hey, you know what? Let's, let's take another shot, right? So you have to reload it. Shit. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to swap to my other weapon or wait. 
Um, I want to make a medicine check real quick before I do that on Cody. See how he's doing. 19 on the die for a ridiculous number of 30-something. 31. Cody, you can reveal your status. Yeah, I'm. so I'm full health, but I'm okay. 13 away from being out of my stamina. Full health, and I'm just going to, like, get up, just trying to feel in the age, like, probably wearing on me as I swap to my other weapon, and I wish I could do more, but I guess I could stay prone. Yeah, you don't have to get up. And swap. Yeah, I'll stay prone and swap. Fuck it. Let's not get up. Let's just feel the age kicking in and just decide to just stay stay where I am. Just lying in the bush. <laughs> just lie in this craggly bush. I'm distracting him. Yeah, yeah, keep doing that, Cody. You got him. <laughs> As I take a shot for... It's, it's not good. Probably a 19 to hit. Nope. Okay. Not great. Not great, guys. Uh, okay. It is Merrick's turn. Where are you standing right now, Merrick? He's in the middle of a church, almost to the door. Okay. When I take two attacks, do I take fire damage? Oh, yes, you do. You're going to take fire damage on both of those. Uh, You take four points and five points. Okay. Uh, I have 11 fire reduction right now, so neither goes through. Okay. Like, how hurt does Decker look? Uh, Give me a medicine or perception check, please. It's a 28 perception. He looks injured. But he doesn't look like he's like bloodied or on death's door. He's oh my god, he's still going. Do any of you? Ha- you none of you have mysticism, do you? No, this nope. is our weakness, Dane. I will also. Do you, anyone have life science? I have mysticism technically and life science no. technically. I have a four in life science. I will let I you roll two. those on your turns. It's my turn. Can I roll mysticism? I just saw not looking at his dice. He was horny. That's to nineteen. Do it. Nineteen on the dice. Twenty-one. Uh, for what? Um, Okay, I can give you some information here. He is using a corrupted version of the balance of the stars. Yeah. Similar to the way that you do. There is very obviously a evil entity using him outside of his own like scientific designs. There are things that are happening behind the scenes. You can tell that he is healing. He has fast healing. He has damage reduction and he has energy resistance. So he's a lot of the things that are being done to him, he's reducing. I will give you one of his special attacks, and that is if he rolls a crit, he rolls on a chart, and it's going to do permanent damage to your characters. Cool. Does <laughs> a weakness? That sounds great. Is there anything we can do to this thing? It seems, Cody was on the right track. Pooling your attacks the way that Cody was doing, finding ways to to get around his damage reduction. And I will say, you know, with a 21 mysticism, I will say that if you can find a way to appeal to something that will repel demonic entities, you might be able to disrupt his connection to that. And I want to I want to keep that nebulous. I want to keep that vague for reasons of of like play. Right. It's yeah. not that it's not that I'm not telling you what it is, but I want to give you the opportunity to play within your strengths to figure out what that might be to to disrupt the the control that whatever's controlling Decker might have. OK, what are the name of the two goddesses of this church again? We're going to have to use Merrick's only power monologuing about stuff until something happens. <laughs> Eurisa <laughs> and Talavet are the two goddesses. All right. Merrick is going to walk up to this thing, looking around at the church behind him, looking back at the altar. Orisa. Tell her that I may not be a practitioner of yours, but I am here in this moment, willing with the desire to slay this evil from your temple and bring back control of these lands to your people. 
If there's anything you can do to show us or help us, there's an evil god playing here. I think it's only fair that you, beautiful goddesses, bring something to the table. Just roll me a flat luck check. 15? Okay. Roll me a... Just tell me even or odds. Odds. Okay. Oh, I'm going to make an attack, and you can tell me what happens. Yeah. Does he? Is he grappling Grappling Cody? Does he get an attack of opportunity against me if I move in? Uh, he will. But you have reach, okay. right? So you don't have to get... Yeah, I have reach. What the fuck? Yeah. What have I been doing this whole two days? Two sessions? <laughs> I have reach until... <laughs> I did forget yeah, I, I had boost, too. Shit. Yeah. Okay. That's going to be an 18 on the dice for a hit. I'm rolling stupid. 42 points of damage. As Merrick realizes his blade slightly longer, extends it with his will, and... Uh, slashes sort of to try to give Cody a chance to to attack. Durin and Cody, you saw Merrick say a, a little prayer to yeah. uh, the goddesses. Technically, Merrick hasn't revealed that the demonic influence can be interrupted, so I will leave that up to him if he wants to let you guys know. Yeah. It seems like something he would keep close to the chest Cody. to get it. No, uh, fuck that noise. Cody, <laughs> Durin, we're in a battle of faith, which is not something we normally do. Okay. Pray to your makers, your creators, to whatever you think of when you go to sleep at night. We need to beat this thing. Something is fueling him. We need something to fuel us. It is Decker's turn. He is... Oh, he's fully attuned now. Oh, no. Well, first, I rolled dice, so I am going to attack Cody to try to maintain the grapple, uh, which is a 29. Oh, it's on the money. Uh, 19 points of damage, and then he's going to use a reaction to yeet Cody at Durin. This will require an attack roll. So rude. So that's a 17 plus 19, so that's going to hit you, Durin, I think. Oh, well, yeah. Can I deploy my wingsuit to... Absolutely not. I believe you have to be falling a certain amount of... He is, just horizontally. Yeah. (laughs) There's no way he's throwing me that fast. Uh, Cody, you're taking 22 points of damage... Bludgeoning, though, right? I guess, yeah. Technically, it would be bludgeoning. Mm-hmm. And Durin, you're taking uh, also 22 points of damage. Cool. As Cody cool. slams into ah. you, the two of you roll out of the bush. And then he claps his fire-wreathed hands over his head, and a supernova forms between the two of you. Both of you are going to have to give me reflex saves, please. That's a 20. 18. That Ion Stone would be real handy right now for you, Cody. Would be, but you make our days last 19 episodes. Cody and Durin, you take 35 points of fire damage. Holy fuck. You notice not all of it goes through. You notice all of it goes through. And then you see his gaze get directed beyond you. His eyes track up over the heads of Durin and Cody. He's looking at something. Oh, please. Please, something that's not bad. And you can hear him panting and growling. Durin and Cody, actually all three of you can make a perception check. 23. That one. 29. In the distance, you see a glint. Oh, no. You see a the, the reflection of light on a lens. But it's not that of a scope. It's that of a camera. As Thimble is perched on one of the buildings in the distance alongside Astrid, filming the fight. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, fuck. We're just getting bullied. (laughs) Decker drops to all fours. No. And begins galloping towards their building.